0: Welcome back
1: to the Inspired Living with Autoimmunity podcast. I'm your host, Julie Michelson, and today I'm joined by Melanie Cross, nurse practitioner and functional plant medicine expert, who's sharing with us how using cannabis as part of a healing protocol helps jumpstart wellness and empower her clients. If you experience difficulty sleeping, pain, low energy, or mood struggles, listen in. We talk about how to incorporate plant medicine into your functional approach to healing, the root cause of your illness, and who is best suited for this approach. Melanie, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Excited to be here. I am so excited for this conversation. We were talking before I hit record. We haven't discussed functional plant medicine or cannabis on the podcast yet, and so I'm super excited for the value this is going to give to the the listeners.
2: Thanks. I'm grateful to be part of that, like that first time. So yeah, having you're, me. yeah. so you're
1: the intro, <laughs> no pressure, no pressure, no pressure. Yeah. So how this is your, you have a, a unique perspective and how you help people. How did you get, involved in functional plant medicine, kind of what, you know, I always joke when you were a little girl, that's not probably what you thought you were going to be doing. So no, yeah, part of the plant piece. Yes,
2: <laughs> Well, I've been a long time supporter of cannabis and the medicinal benefits and incredible opportunity. It helps people provide them with. And like, it was around like, I was around like 38 or so. And I just like, things started to kind of happen with my own health. Like I, you know, you know, I had this horrendous brain brain fog. I was not. I'm starting to feel kind of anxious. I had this this weight that I was holding on to, but like, in spite of all of these things, like, I wasn't sleeping, mm-hmm. and I hadn't been sleeping for really since my ki- like for f- about seven years. My kids were five and seven at the time, and I just you know blamed it on them and was like, oh, I you know <laughs> got to keep that ear open, but they were like like champion sleepers as babies, right. so that was like not really very fair. And I, but that's
1: what doctors said. Like, I remember, and I was in that same place and they gave it the like, Oh, you have young kids. Of course you're not sleeping. And so, but no wrong.
2: Right. Or yeah, you're getting older, you know, that sort of thing. Um,
1: (laughs) At 38? At 38.
2: Yeah. (laughs) But you know, I'd spent at that point, like 20 plus years in conventional medicine and about half that time as a nurse practitioner in primary care. And I knew, I knew how the story was going to go. Right. If, Cause I, uh, I, I've I, seen was, it. I, yeah. Inadvertently like handed that out to people. So, you know, you go in and they, you, t- I tell my story and, you know, they'd like, maybe they'd run some labs or, not, or, you know, check my TSH and tell me <laughs> they're checking my thyroid, tell me everything's fine. And, you know, offer me like an antidepressant and like send me my way. And I was like, no, this, this can't be the only answer. And so I decided to solve my own sleep, starting with, with cannabis and ri- with like a week, I was sleeping solidly through the night and, and it hadn't been like, it was like the slightest little like noise would wake me up. And I wouldn't, you know, I had no problem falling asleep because I was so exhausted. However, like once I woke up and it was always like that same, the same time it was like three in the morning. And then I would like start this negotiation like with myself, like, <sighs> okay, if I fall asleep right now, like I can still get, totally. Like we all have it. Like tomorrow's going to be so rough, but I've done this, you know, a million times. I'll get through it. And so, when I added the cannabis piece into it, like I said, I was sleeping through the night, and then around that time, I'd also I'd left primary care and had entered into integrative and functional medicine and and so started really diving into the root cause of why I wasn't sleeping. and for me, that was all gut health. And once you know my uh, through that process of healing my gut, like I don't use anything for sleep. like it you know, the cannabis was was what it needed to be and and now, yeah, now I sleep so without So you were anything.
1: able to kind of bridge, even though you hadn't healed your gut yet or figured it out, the cannabis helped in the meantime.
2: Yeah, it's just, it, and what I see with the clients all the time, it just gets you over that hump, whatever that hump might be—pain or anxiety or you know, or sleep in my case—just got me over that hump. So then I could like really, you know, put the work into why why I was truly struggling with sleep.
1: Wow, that's amazing. Thank you for sharing that story. Yeah, I, I think bits and pieces all of us can relate to in in one way or another. And what I see sleep is so huge that, yeah, whether it's gut or stress or whatever the other stuff, eventually sleep becomes a challenge, especially in the autoimmune community in one way or another and it's that kind of syndrome of I'm so fatigued but I'm not sleeping well and so I'm really excited to dig in and learn more
2: yeah i mean as you know too like when you're not sleeping everything else is just it's so much harder sure
1: well you you just keep the cycle going and you can't heal if you're not sleeping no so yeah. not, Which, sleep is
2: not a luxury no. I, I think we kind of play it off that way, like, and we wear that badge yeah. of honor in our yeah. in our society. Like, I I can get by on five hours of sleep or whatever, you know. And it's it's really you're such a disservice, and it's not a luxury of something that you know for our health. It's, it's imperative. It's
1: yeah, it's essential and good quality sleep. I, I was listening to a book I shared. I was, I was in the, in the car on a road trip. We were listening to a book and, and they were talking about all cause mortality increasing, you know, with too little sleep, but also with too much sleep. And I was laughing. That was kind of the end of the conversation in the book. And I'm like, well, but it's because why are you sleeping so much? Like why 12 hours is not enough. Is probably the issue, and the sleep is a symptom, <laughs> like, right? You like, know, going on with your adrenal yeah, gland. That exactly, you're... exactly. Yeah. So, but I remember for years, I, I literally thought I would never wake up feeling rested again in life. And as you know, and I know, we can, we can heal, and things can turn around. So, I'm excited to learn more. So, let's dig in. Let, but I want to start really with the basics. So what is functional plant medicine?
2: So it's, it's kind of the combo. I kind of made it up, I think a little bit. (laughs) I
0: like it. I like it.
2: (laughs) That I, I comboed my, my two things that I just so passionate about the plant piece. And for, for majority of people, that's cannabis. When I, when I speak about plant medicine and then the functional piece where we're getting into the root cause as you're well aware of, of that, of what functional medicine is. And so like, when you, like I was saying, you, you combo those two, you get over the hump while you're digging into that root cause. And when people just get that, you know, that, that first win, you know, a little,
1: like a little um, momentum, momentum, like that's huge. Yeah. So huge. I, I can only imagine. So you mentioned in your story, particularly sleep. It's something that you use, you know, with your clients, are there other symptoms that if they're experiencing, you might use cannabis to, to jumpstart
2: pain is a bit, is a big one that I work with as well. Cause there's just so, I mean, people don't come to me like, you know, teach me how to get high, like, (laughs) you know, that's (laughs) not happening. It's like, how can I find relief with my symptoms without feeling those effects, you know, without feeling those, those high effects. And, and there's absolutely a way to do that where we, you know, customize it to what, you know, what methods that you're comfortable using and, you know, what, and finding out what dosage is right for you. And, and you like, emp- you know, that empowerment that comes with when you get that win, or when you're able right. to like, see, like you can heal yourself. So that pain piece, you know, cause everyone's just, people are so sick of the options they've been given. And the narcotic option is, you know, you're, it's not an option really. And so that's a one mood is another that I work a lot with people with anxiety or depression. And, you know, like sometimes people are like, I, uh, like I'll work with people that have had like a horrible experience with cannabis, like, you know, in college or something like I, you know, I was so I had like a panic attack and those sort of things. And there's ways to, you find what different aspects of the plant that are going to serve you the best. And we just tailor it that way. And this one kind of seems probably weird, but energy actually, you know, cannabis can be really beneficial for energy because with the the way it works with your endocannabinoid system, the way cannabis works with your naturally occurring endocannabinoids, cannabis supplies those if you don't have enough of that. And it just helps get like, like all parts of functional medicine, it's all interconnected. So it just helps things work a little bit easier. And so that one people are like. I'm going to have more energy.
1: <laughs> How's that? That's not yeah. what I've seen on TV. Well, so. and I, I think that that goes back to when you mentioned, you know, if somebody experimented in college or, you know, and you think of sitting on the couch or, and so let's talk a little bit about, I know when I was still experiencing a lot of pain, I found and having issues with sleep, I found that high quality CBD, help me double my deep sleep that I was getting and, you know, which was definitely part of my healing journey, help with pain. And, uh, you're talking about the whole plant TB, also THC, but it sounds like, so you're playing with different combinations of different parts of the plant, depending on what somebody needs. Is that
2: accurate? That is accurate. And okay. so like, I mean, in, in Colorado, it's, like companies are getting a little bit better at this, but they're not very transparent, like as far as what's in products. Right. And it's pretty frustrating with CBD. That's different. Like you should always, any CBD you ever use should always have a certificate of analysis with the products. So you will know exactly
1: what was in there, what was tested. It should, but a lot don't. I mean, there are plenty of really good companies that are easy to access and find now that do, but yeah, people will say, Oh, well, I, you know, I was using, I've tried CBD and I'm like, Well, what do you have? And it's, you know, like, I don't know, someone down the street made it and stuck a sticker
2: on it. Or, right. I got like, no, it at no, my, like my oil change. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. So that is a big lesson. Like, if they don't, if the company doesn't provide the certificate of analysis or it'll say COA, then I, that is a huge, huge red flag. So I run from those companies. And the, so if, that's kind of, I guess, to kind of go back to your question of using yeah. different parts. So like tinctures, and I love to use tinctures because you can just dial in that dosage so specifically, they don't always, rec, you know, say everything that they have in there. They don't say, you know, I, I would reach out to companies and, and they'll just say like, oh, we're following the legal limits on pesticides or molds or heavy metals. I was like, well, I don't want any of it, you know? Right. Can you tell me that? And you know, the, I also look at like the the method of extraction. You know, to make sure that these solvents that they're using for for extraction are no longer in the, in the the finished product as well. The, I don't, I don't like dosing with edibles for like a medicinal, you know, a treatment kind of approach. Edibles are really hard to, again, companies are getting better, but if you have like a jar of edibles and it's a hundred milligrams, for example, and there's 10 pieces, not every, you know, it's not each piece has 10 milligrams. One might have eight, one might have 12, one might have six, you know, and it's all different. And within that within that bottle and when you have an edible like you're you're committing like you're <laughs> right you know and if you're using it for sleep you know most edibles are mixed with sugars and different things that are going to disrupt your sleep and disrupt your your gut so i'm not a big fan of edibles for for those sort of things like pain or for sleep the best which a lot of people aren't really comfortable with this but the best method that you can so get so specific on what you're trying to work on is inhalation. Cause you can look at, you know, different strains or it's called a chemovar of a plant and look at what is called their terpene profile. And so the different parts of the plant, you know, if it has limonene in it or it has like pinene in it, or, you know, beta-caryophyllene is one that's really good for pain. For example, um, you can look and see like, oh, there's a higher percentage of this terpene And there's less of this terpene. And so then that could be a good option for whatever you're looking to work on. You know, is that pain? Is that anxiety? Is that sleep? Is that just joy? Like, I think that we can just like, we don't. Joy is healing. Joy is so healing. And cannabis can be really helpful for like laughter and joy. (laughs) <laughs> so I like to say like, I've never met a grumpy stoner. So, <laughs> That's so true, but that can be a good option for pain patches. I've had a lot of success with people with patches and there's, you know, cause and in particular, like if something has THCA in it, which is an acidic of THC, then the, you don't have the the psychoactive effects, the, the high effects of the THC. You get, the, you get the pain relief, but not the. The other effects so people can use these patches like and just you know I, I had a client that had a bunch of back issues and ra on top of like osteoarthritis and pain patches were were great while we were digging in to that root cause so
1: so where does you know we're having this conversation virtually but we also were both in Colorado and so you know where where does somebody even access stuff like that? Or is that we're working through a provider like you? And I, I always recommend anyway, it, 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 it's a science. I mean, you're talking about specific terpenes and different levels and addressing different, you know, targeting different symptoms or different desired outcomes. But, you know, where, where do people start? It, it, I mean, you know, some dispensaries are better than
2: others. In Colorado, I don't know if they're employing nurses in their dispensaries. I don't believe they are. I'm part of the American Cannabis Nurses Association. And I know in a lot of other parts of the country that, you know, there's a partnership with dispensaries and and medical providers on staff ready to help people. That's brilliant. It
1: like, is brilliant. That's exactly how it should be. I mean, you have here in Colorado, I mean, you have medical cannabis dispensaries or some that are both medical and recreational, one would, it would make sense for there to be educated medical personnel (laughs) connected with them. Yeah, totally. But, and then I understand the liability
2: around that too, because it's not, you, I, like when I work with people, I, I have to know your history, right? Because cannabis is not for everyone. It interacts with medications, you know, it, it, and I always want people to have a very positive experience when they go through, especially if they've never done anything around cannabis or they've had such a negative experience before. There is a wonderful community and I believe he's in Vermont. I always forget if it's Vermont or New Hampshire. Dr. Dustin Sulak, S-U-L-A-K is how he spells his last name, but he has a company called healer.com and there is a lot of, he's, he's not only very educated and, and very, is really good at, t- at patient care, but he's also like a good person. So like, I always like to support people right. that are like doing sure. good things and are good people. And so he has wonderful resources on there for, if you want to like, you know, DIY it in a way on how to initiate cannabis and how to you know how to get started and it is it's like getting feeling better without you know you don't have to do the the getting high piece of it right but I I do I like to work with people too you know I like to say I like you know I'll hold your hand as long as you need me to right
1: well and, and it sounds like you're not you're doing you're also supporting them and healing what's going on. So that's a different it's <laughs> a different approach. But I want to circle back to you mentioned it's not for everyone. So are are there you mentioned you know there's certain medication interactions? Do you, is there kind of a go to list of like who who should definitely just not even try?
2: If you've had so I if you if you have a seizure disorder. Absolutely. Do not work with someone or do not do this on your own. Okay. Like CBD really super, super high doses of CBD where it's like pretty cost prohibitive can be great for seizures. You can actually... if if it's not done with a professional, it can it can induce seizures. So not good. So I I've had another client that had that also had RA that also had a seizure disorder that we were able we're to- everywhere. Sorry. Well, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sadly more and more. And we were able to find a you know a regiment like we did things so slowly and you know constant contact and they knew what they, like we had a good plan in place. So that would be something if you're on a blood thinner, it can, it can change like Coumadin, it can change your INR, like your blood timing, but that isn't necessarily like a contraindication. That's just, you know, something you're going to well, have. a.
1: These are like, don't definitely don't, don't go it on your own. Like, this, right. Yeah. What and, why? Get,
2: and get your provider on, you have to be open and honest with your provider you know, your prescriber. And that's, you know, another, that doesn't always work for people because it is, you know, it's still pretty taboo.
1: How, I was just going to say, how are you finding that with your clients that have also other providers? You know, is there a tolerance in the medical community at large, kind of, or do you know? I,
2: I think we're, again, living in Colorado, it's just kind of like not, it's less not of a, a big thing. deal. Yeah, yeah. So I haven't okay. run across where it's been where it's been an issue, but then again, okay. a lot of my clients that come to work with me they are um. kind of they're done and fed <laughs> up with their providers, so they're just like yeah. getting their prescriptions from them, and you know, yeah. or or whatever, you yeah. know, their annual stuff. And so it's. Well, I'm like, just
1: thinking of like I remember, you know, going back to the rheumatologist here in Colorado. You know, I don't know how many years into my decline, saying you know oh, I was reading about nightshades. And, you know, do you see patients where that's an issue? Should I try giving up nightshades? And she said, Oh, it's like one in a million, like now. And of course, years later in my fully healthy state, i now have very clear understanding that I am nightshade sensitive. And again, I wasn't my own advocate at the time and I didn't need her. Perm- I, I should have just experimented but I was still very much in the like I can't heal mindset And so I could, just, you know I could imagine if I went and said you know uh, why well, you know what about cannabis for right. So it I know it, it definitely is provider specific as I got more and more into functional medicine, I had a great, GP for years, years and years and years. And, you know, she was, I said, you know, I, we're friendly. I'm like, I adore you. I'm exploring this functional medicine route. You know, at that point it was still just for my personal health. And she was, you know, this is how I wish everybody, you know, she was like, please share what you learn. Right. I I want to learn. She was great about you know I I would bring her you know they mentioned TSH. I, I was one of those people that for you know four years I was like I know I think I have a thyroid problem I think I have a thyroid problem, and then they finally were like yeah you're borderline you have a thyroid problem here's levothyroxine well I don't convert. But nobody checked and I didn't know about functional medicine at the time. So then I did that for a few more years, you know, with no, no help. And then I found out and I was like, I wrote down all the tests that are actually in a real thyroid panel. And I said, I want these. And she was happy to run them, but then didn't know what to do with them. Right. 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 Yeah. This it's
2: something that's in range.
1: Right. (laughs) Right. And so you know, I I love when doctors are open, I get like, oh, we're moving in the right direction. And then I hear, and I had a client tell me recently, she has, I think maybe eight autoimmune diagnoses and, and we've been working together for a while now and she's doing amazing. And she went to the rheumatologist and he asked how her pain was and she said, it's gone. And he literally said, He put his hand on her forehead, like joking around, like, do you have a, you know, are you okay? Do you have a fever? Not, oh my gosh, that's amazing. What have you done? Right? Like how? No. And I was like, I would never go back to that. (laughs) Like that would have been it. Like I would have left right then and there and never gone back. And so there's a, there's a mix. (laughs) There is.
2: And I know when I worked in, I worked in primary care, it was like, I saw 20 and I worked in a, a part of it was a refugee clinic. So it was majority of my patients were non-English, non-Spanish speaking. I, I would see 26 patients a day. So if somebody would come to me and be like, I found something that works. I was like, please let's do that. Yeah. Like, no, like <laughs> anything, anything. And so I, that's, I mean, I love hearing the story of the people that that are open to that. And it's just hopefully we're we're moving more and more that di- direction. And I think hopefully the people that are really resistant are kind of like retiring.
1: I, yeah, exactly. They have to age out at some point, right? Right. That's right. kind of the hope. Yeah, we we were just total aside, but it, it was cute. We were traveling and went downstairs at the hotel. They had a breakfast um it turned around and there was this doc in scrubs an older gentleman he literally looked like santa claus (laughs) and i mean it was so cute but also so sad because it was like he was definitely not the picture of health but he was what you think of as like that classic old school western dog mm-hmm. it was it was perfect it was really cute so sleep energy pain i mean these are all <laughs> like neon keywords for autoimmunity, you know, you mentioned the endocannabinoid system. And and one of the things that I've always found fascinating, you touched on it with the, yeah, you can actually (laughs) build energy or improve your energy. I I think of it, I'm not educated in this world, but from what I've seen, I, I, I think of it as a balancing Right. So it's, it's not that cannabis does this or that, or it just, to me, helps your body balance and and do what it's supposed to be doing. Is that for total layman? Is that accurate? No,
2: that's, that's spot on because yeah, because it is, you know, just things are getting out of balance. You're like everything else, your body's meant to be well and stay well, your body's meant to produce these endocannabinoids on its own. And then different things, stress is huge huge, any inflammation going on in the body, that's going to offset the endocannabinoid system. And then it doesn't have those, those receptors are open and there's nothing coming in to fill it. And so it's like a, yeah, the endocannabinoid system is like, its job is to create homeostasis.
1: Okay. Yay. I got it right. You got it so (laughs) right. It's so perfect. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) So, and I want to be clear because I'd like to be clear. (laughs) You're not saying like, hey, just go smoke cannabis and you're going to heal. And, and again, this is jump starting healing when you're working with other people on other lifestyle factors and root causes to heal those. Right. And
2: some ways that you, you know, treat your endocannabinoid system are all the lifestyle stuff that we always talk about with our clients, you know, and the, the functional medicine lifestyle stuff, the stress reduction, the mindfulness the you know, tapping into the, you know, the vagus nerve, the the joy. Well, I, I'm joy. glad that you're like, yeah, the joyfulness and yeah. laughter and just all the nutritional pieces. So yeah, I mean, it's, it, it's just one piece you know, this can be one option for people to really feel that empowerment that they do have the ability to heal their body. I work with plenty of people who, for whatever reason, don't choose cannabis, right? And you can still absolutely heal sure. your body without, it's not, you yeah, know, it's not like, you know, essential, <laughs> not essential, but it can sure make, like I said, it makes it easier. And I think a lot more fun.
1: Well, and the, <laughs> back to the joy. Yeah. The, the healing journey is usually not a straight line. And often, you know, I, I to people are like, well, how long until I feel better? And I'm like, how long have you been sick? <laughs> you know, And that doesn't always correlate either, but to, to have something that, that, you know, can, like you said, give you that win. I, I joke, it it sounds so crazy, but I'm like, oh, maybe, maybe I'll switch the approach. I have a lot of clients that some of their weekly homework is to watch sitcom, you know, they pick whatever it is. Usually it's something like, I love Lucy or, you know, something from the past, some silly, funny, because they need to create joy. Like they don't even remember how to laugh. And, and so joy is so healing. I'm just going to be like, Hey, you should call Melanie. (laughs) Let's get, let's get this going. But how, so how does it, we kind of talked about it as this regulator, right? Balancer equilibrium. How do you use it to, to build immune resilience? Because that's really what we're going for.
2: Well, if like with all aspects of immune resiliency, if you're giving your body one less thing to do, then your okay. immune system can just be what it's intended to do: is just like tolerate, right, and not react. Love and it. Just, okay. And and so if you have this endocannabinoid deficiency because of stress, because of inflammation, because of poor nutrition, because of you know X Y Z, if you can replace that deficiency with cannabis, then your body's like, okay, I don't have to worry about trying to balance this, this piece of it.
1: It's like a, ha- an open program that's running in the background all the time. If there's that void. Totally. Totally. Mm-hmm. I, I like, I'm going to, I am pretty sure I know the answer to this and and I'm hoping the answer years down the road would be different. How can somebody, is there a way to know, like, you, you know, Oh, I have a deficiency. I'm guessing there's not a Test for that? Not Not that I. I'm sure there's something. Somebody's working on it. I'm though, sure it's somewhere. coming. I, I. Yeah. 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 Which will be fun, right? Cause then you'd be like, no, look.
2: Yeah, <laughs> but, totally. Like some yeah. of the best research on cannabis comes out of Israel and I'm sure there's somebody working on it. There are that, I don't know. There are snips, genetic SNPs, to see like how you metabolize or not cannabis that I do know. So, I mean, that could be helpful. Like, you know, for people that like, you know, they're super metabolizers or, or not when, you know, figuring out. Um, but usually I just like, let's just start slow, like start low and go slow. Like I do with everything, you know, like if you're starting a supplement or you're starting any new right. habit, like let's, let's pick something. Number one, let's like master showing up for ourselves and like, okay, I'm going to do this. For myself. I mean,
1: if we all could do that, we wouldn't have gotten sick. In the, you know, I always say that's like the biggest thing to I work with with everybody is like no it's not only okay to show up for yourself it's essential (laughs) Mm -hmm. this is what we need to do totally yeah I love that I love that share and I'm just going to be hard to to pick one or two because I want to try to hold on our time but I'd love to hear, you know, your story is remarkable. I'm sure you could pull another healing story or two, some success stories out of your hat to share with us so that people can get an idea of like, oh, maybe maybe this fits my needs.
2: I have a, a client that had a long history with Crohn's. And also RA and also Hashimoto's. But Crohn's was the the first, the first mm-hmm. label that she was given. And went down the, you know, the DMARS route, went down all the and and just yep. not was not getting better. So came to work with me like she she was not sleeping at all and struggling with a lot of anxiety of around not sleeping, showing sure. pain, you know, joint pain or you know, just whatever would show up. And like one of her biggest things was. They were like, I I just can't do the things that I used to be able to do. Like I I'm, I'm just like, you know, having this grief over my life that what it once was. And we like, when I, when someone comes to me and they're wanting to to use cannabis and, and see how that's like what we do, like step one. And we were able to start that and dive into start the cannabis and start getting, helping them sleep. Also, I didn't mention this before, but GI stuff is really helpful with regulating on either side, actually diarrhea or constipation with, with cannabis. So that was a big, a big piece. And, you know, while we're again, really getting, getting into that root cause and the other piece too, is just like that mindset piece that goes along with it. You know the winds and and knowing yeah. that you do have this ability to heal so i mean they no longer use cannabis for sleep they no longer have any pain they i mean they'd been off the prescriptive medications for crohn's but have not had a flare in right. over a year I, yeah. I i think and you know it's all the mood things and and just like the then they were telling me about they got recruited for a job and like asking for like kind of what they thought was a crazy amount of money for their set, but they're like, I had the confidence. They got to it. Do that. <laughs> not only they got, yeah, they yeah. got that. And they, you know, have had, they've had raises since then. So it's just like, they're like, I know I would not have had this confidence in myself. Cause I had just put this label on myself. Like this is, you know, I'm, I'm this person with autoimmune conditions mm-hmm. and, you know, I'm just going to have to try and do the best I can and get through things the best I can. And she,
1: they can do all the things they want to do now and that's the that's why i do what i do and i'm sure why you do what you do you know my life had gotten so small we just layer by layer you know stop doing the things we love stop seeing the people stop you know all all the things and it is it, it is amazing i see it time and time again and have experienced it myself when I look at who I am and what I'm doing today and where I was 10 years ago, when I, I honestly, I'm 53 now, I didn't think I was going to live to see 50, let alone be running a business and starting a second one and, you know, traveling and scuba diving and, you know, doing things that were just so, you know, riding horses again and and all the stuff right i have that energy but it does that when you it it was the health wins that helped me realize like okay well if i can create my health i can create whatever i want in my life like wait, wh- why why are we so limited and, and so i love that approach, because it really does, one thing leads to another. And then it's the people, the ripple effect, right? Like my kids watched me go from 10 prescriptions and, you know, nearly disabled to what I'm doing now. And they're not going to get stuck in that box where they think they can't, whatever, fill in the blank. They can, we can. We can and not settling, not
2: settling for the, isn't that what the that the rheumatologist like, "Oh, what's yeah. wrong with you?" Yeah. Yeah, not settling for what maybe somebody has told you someone or else's idea.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: And maybe yeah. what you've told yourself. So, I, oh, I'm
1: congrats to you. That's phenomenal. Oh, thanks. But it, it's you know, it is I I watch it happen all the time. You know, it, it's really it becomes like a whole recreation of life, especially if someone has been ill for a, a long time. But it's just as empowering, you know, I I got the diagnosis or I have the symptom and I'm saying hell no, not going down that e- either way. And so I love that I you know this the I love the word jump start cuz I I get it now cuz I was like what is she talking about? I I think it's it's just so empowering and that's what I have a program called take your power back. I mean that's Oh. It's what it's about. So I just appreciate you sharing that with us. So what where do people start? Like what's I always ask for, which is so hard. To, what's one step that listeners can take? you know, something actionable, What can they do? If they're intrigued, if they're like, you know, and maybe it's not going to be cannabis related, I don't it could be anything. What's one thing people can do to, to start to move the needle on their health? I
2: I think we kind of talked about it before about just like showing up for mastering showing up for yourself, like knowing you have this ability to heal your body, regardless of whatever anyone's ever told you, you have this ability. So just choosing, you know, I choose me. Yeah, Yeah. choosing yourself and knowing. And I I love James Clear and Atomic Habits. I don't know if you've if you're familiar with that. It's just like. I like the the idea of like becoming 1% better. Yes. You know, not going for like the huge, like perf- I just with my group right before this, we had a hypnotherapist uh, come in and talk about perfectionism. And you know, not not using that, you know, some of us that some of us
1: <laughs> all <laughs> of us, <laughs> all of us. I, you know, I I didn't even know I was a perfectionist until I started this work and saw it in everybody. And I was like, Oh, (laughs) that's how I got here. I had no idea. It's so restraining and restrictive perfectionism. It is. And it doesn't serve us.
2: It doesn't. And it's a a form, I think a form of procrastination. It is Uh,
1: for me. It was. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah
2: you know, understanding why, why am I being that perfectionist? Like what, why it's not serving me. So let, let's let it go.
1: It's a habit that, you know, and it is, it's a habit that I see with my clients that needs to be broken to heal. It just, it just does.
2: Absolutely. And I had another mentor once that explained about this to me and which always like resonated with me really well is instead of like always raising the ceiling, like, why don't we raise the floor? Like, how do we be, be better? yeah, let's, let's just be a little bit better than our worst. I was like, oh, I can get totally on board with that. And so to kind of go back, like, what's the one thing, you know, is is it a nutrition thing? Is it a mindset thing? Is it a, you know, a, a toxicity thing, a stress thing? just pick one that feels right. Pick one that you need, like take what you need at that moment and just make one, 1% improvement on it. Do a little bit better than your are worse on that and start there. And, you know, and just kind of go from there, I think could be really helpful for people.
1: I love it. And that, cause that is empowering as well. It, it doesn't matter what it is. It's those wins, those small wins that then end up, In most cases to like a whole new life, (laughs) a new and improved better. And where instead of dreading the day, you can say, okay, what's next? What do I get to do next?
2: Totally. In these last few years, like I, I think we're all, we're all looking for a win, however we can get it. So like
1: no win is too small. I always like to tell myself as well. I love that. So amazing for people that listen on the go. Like I tend to every, all the links will be in the notes, but where's the best place to find you?
2: I'm on Instagram at Crossable Health. That's C-R-O-S-S-A-B-L-E Health. And also that's on on Facebook as well. That's probably the
1: the easiest way to find me. I love it. Amazing. I have so many more questions (laughs) and and so much more to, to, to talk to you about, but this has been such great information for listeners. And, and I think hopefully an entry point and gateway, and like you said, whether it's doesn't have to be plant medicine, and I'm glad we got to, you know, we all have different contexts. And so plant medicine means different things to different people. So, you know, I'm glad that we got to bring this aspect of functional plant medicine and cannabis use for healing into the conversation today.
2: Thank you. Me too. Cause again, it doesn't like this, this journey that we're going on this health. I like to call it a road trip. You were mentioning mm-hmm. road trip. I like to call it a road trip. It doesn't, it doesn't have to suck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't have to suck. Yeah. Like there are ways to do, yes, you have to put work in. Yeah. You know, you, you can't just add cannabis and poof, it's all done
1: for you. Right.
2: But you don't. And, and again, cannabis doesn't have to be added in at all, but all of this, it doesn't, you, there is ways to do this in a way that can be fun. I love that. Let's bring the fun into healing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The fun into functional medicine.
0: Oh,
1: <laughs> did you trademark that? I think uh, you should. <laughs> I, I will right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Amazing. Thank you so much. Again, such a contribution for listeners and for myself. I so enjoyed our conversation and I appreciate you being here. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. For everyone listening, remember you can get the show notes and transcripts by visiting inspiredliving.show. I hope you had as much fun as I did and enjoyed this episode as much as I did as well. I'll see you next week.
0: Thank you for listening to Julie Michelson's Inspired Living with Autoimmunity. Did you enjoy this episode? Please like, share, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. If you'd like to get a transcript of this and every other episode, just head on over to inspiredliving.show or click on the link in this episode's description. There, you can also find everything we discussed in this episode, including links and information about our guest. You can even send in your questions to be answered by Julie in a future episode. That's inspiredliving.show. Until next time, this is Julie Michelson's Inspired Living with Autoimmunity podcast, helping you take your power back.